Welcome to the Drinking Bro Sports Tailgate Legend Show. We're live. We are live from the bottom of our studio. We're not tailgating today, but that's because where are we going to be out this week, Boston Joe? Appalachian State or Appalachian State? I don't really know. Is it? Which one is it? I just call it App State so I can avoid all the North Carolina people telling me how it's actually supposed to be said. Just call it App State, and that way you don't have to worry about it. Sure. I think there is a thing, though. I think it's like if you're below... Uh, Jimmy, our producer, probably know the answer to this. Jimmy, what is it for uh, App State? Is it below... Is it's Appalachian or Appalachian, something like that? It doesn't matter. That's where we're going to be on Wednesday. Jimmy, you should know you did the trail, did you not? Is that the Appalachian Trail or the Appalachian Trail? The AT. The, the, AT. the AT. You avoid saying it at all costs, and that way you won't get corrected. Yep. Uh, yep, so we'll be at Appalachian, Appalachian State, doesn't matter. Tomatoes, tomatoes. We'll be there Wednesday, Wednesday night. That's a big game. Coastal Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. Ranked, ranked team. Think you got State got a chance? I mean, they're undefeated. One of the few undefeated teams left, unlike Iowa, who went down today. But that's another name that I can't really tell you. Is it the Chanticleers? The Ooh. the Fighting Hens? Is that French? It looks like they have balls on their neck. If you look like that mascot online, somebody didn't think that through. But um, I mean, App State has been known to do big upsets before. We saw in Michigan in the Big House, probably the. Arguably one of the biggest upsets in, upsets in college football history. Um, but, I mean, I guess you never know, but I'm just excited to be in Boone because I heard Boone parties. And uh, I heard there's a lot of cool things to do in Boone, and I've never been there. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. So It's a great town. Uh, I got us a nice little cabin lined up for us for Tuesday night. Even got a hot tub. So we'll be able to sit in the jacuzzi. It's going to be nice and cool and crisp. Three dudes in a nice hot tub. Uh, a couple of beers, waking up for some football on Wednesday. It's going to be a good week. Uh, as far as today goes, though, Sunday, fun day, lots of games going on. I know the one that we're particularly going to be tailgating for today is the Rams-Giants. Uh, for whatever reason, boned up about that. Uh, just because they're both, uh, well, one is 1-4 and four and one's 4-1, and one, and New York gave L.A. a hell of a time last time they met last year. Uh, I'd like to see New York... Grab the W today. Don't think it's going to happen. No, I mean, it's definitely, definitely probably not because I don't care what the game was like last year. This team, this Rams team is completely different, and that starts with their quarterback, Matthew Stafford, which they traded Jared Goff for in the offseason we all know about. But I'm looking at Matthew Stafford's numbers here, and honestly, if it wasn't for a few of the guys like Tom Brady having MVP-like years, I mean, Stafford has to be mentioned. I mean, 68% completion percentage. 12 touchdowns to just three picks. He's got a ton of weapons there. Cooper Cup went off in the first couple games. Have him on my fantasy team. Um, Deshaun Jackson is having a revitalized sort of season. I know Matt Dodge's favorite player is Deshaun Jackson. Robert Woods. Um, they traded with the Patriots to pick up Sony Michelle, who's actually been really good, not only running the ball, but also in pass protection this year. Um, and, you know, the Rams are looking like a Super Bowl team. And so is the other team in L.A., the... Uh, the Chargers, which I almost called the San Diego Chargers real quick, but they are the Los Angeles Chargers. The Super Bowl this year is in L.A. at SoFi Stadium, that new stadium that for the first time this year fans actually get to go in. Um, I'm a little more interested in this Chargers-Ravens game. It's probably going to be the game of the week. Um, the Chargers are actually getting two and a half points, which I would probably take them because of that, because it's really a toss-up. Lamar Jackson also looks like he could be MVP this year. 
Um, but Justin Herbert is a beast. Um, you know, he's really coming into his own this year with the Chargers, and the Chargers look like they could be one of the best teams in the AFC along with the Ravens. Um, it's going to be tough to beat the Bills, I think. But this Chargers-Ravens game is a game that I'm looking at pretty closely. Um, that might be the best matchup all week. We also have the Cardinals and the Browns, though, which is another game that intrigues me um, because the Cardinals are the only team left in the league that's undefeated. Kyla Murray's looking great. Um, they open up actually getting three and a half points, which is kind of wild, seeing as the Browns are three and two, um, coming off a loss to the Chargers last week, a tough one. It was a, it was a shootout, though, although I guess we're not allowed to say shootout anymore. This uh, The Red River shootout that they want to get rid of the shootout component, which is just more of the pussification of America. It's neither here nor there. Um, I like what Kyle Murray's doing. If he does win, I think he will be the shortest MVP in NFL history if he does win MVP this year. But again, I, I've talked about seeing obscure so the teams win, and the Arizona Cardinals are definitely an obscure team. Um, and they're in that same division with the Rams. So the Rams need to keep winning against these low-life teams like the Giants because if the Cardinals, you know, win a couple more games, and I mean, they could be, you know, 9-2. and two in a couple weeks, and then, you know, all of a sudden the Rams going to have to start winning games because we know it, that same um, division, the NFC West, Russell Wilson went down for Seattle. Geno Smith will be playing this week, so that's a loss for them no matter what. doesn't even matter who they're playing. Geno Smith is a joke. And, um, oh, wait, that's right. They're playing the Steelers, and we will have a Steelers fan on um, in just a minute here that I'll be able to talk some shit, and that's a Super Bowl, I forget, I wanted to say it was like 34 um, rematch Seahawks Steelers. That was when Jerome Bettis got his uh, coming home moment and won was in that, Detroit. Was that, like, uh, was that 2006? Sounds about right. 2006 sounds about right. right. That was the Matt Hasselbeck, Sean Alexander Seahawks, uh, which were an underdog team back then. I don't know how they made it that far, except for the fact that I believe that was the year when Tony Romo dropped the uh, hold. So maybe uh, you can been, uh, thank Tony Romo. That would have been like that. 2007 when he dropped the hold. I think it was two thousand six. Two thousand six. So then the two thousand five would be when when the Steelers went to the Super Bowl. Then the only reason I remember that is because I watched that game uh, from Afghanistan. Uh, it was a special invite. They had a special TV, and and they could select two people from each uh, firebase to go into a big giant base to watch that. And I was one of the ones selected since I was a Steelers fan. Got to go in there and watch it. And then I will never forget the Dallas Tony Romo one because I was watching it with a bunch of Marines at a Marines Barry's house. And when he dropped the snap or fumbled the snap and then tried to run it in and it was a disaster, one of the Marines threw a flashbang in the house, blew out all the windows, smoke everywhere. Nobody knew what a flashbang was. We didn't know that it had went off. Everybody's trying to dive out windows and take cover. It was all chaos. I'll never forget that. Uh, what do you think about the Kansas City Chiefs-Washington football match today? That's uh, both teams coming to it. Three, Kansas City, Mahomes. All well, the thing, on them. the thing with the Washington football team um, is their defense was hyped up this year, um, but they're really not stepping up. They're, I think, statistically the worst defense in the league, which is kind of wild. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick went down week one. This Henneke guy is actually not that bad, but... For whatever reason, the defense is not producing like they should. Chiefs are 2-3, and three, and you know Mahomes is is coming back with a vengeance. They're probably going to win the next four or five games. I need if to look they at their don't, schedule. what does that mean for the Chiefs? They'll be fine. They'll be in it. They'll at least make the wild card. That's a tough division, especially with the Chargers ascending. Um, the Broncos are stingy. The Raiders are in disarray right now with John Gruden. We'll get to that later. Um, 
but the Chiefs will be Washington, all right. And does that give Washington more momentum throughout the season and change your mind on their defense? No, because they're not going to be able to contain Mahomes. Um, Josh Gordon is on that team. I don't know if he's going to make an impact. Um, but the Chiefs will be right. Clyde's Edward Hilaire went down. That's going to hurt. But Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes, they're going to figure out the way. Tyreek Hill is very fast. And I don't think anyone on the Washington football team is going to be able to catch him. Um, and going into the game, I mean, the Chiefs are sitting at minus six and a half. I might take the Chiefs even with the, the, I almost called them the Redskins, but we'll call them the Washington football team getting six and a half points because this one could be a blowout. This could be one of those games where Mahomes reminds everyone that he might be the best quarterback in the league and um, they'll bounce right back. I'm not ready to hit the panic button on the Chiefs just yet. I think they'll be just fine. Um, another game that intrigues me is the Panthers and the Vikings only because for a little bit, the Panthers actually look kind of good. And I was like, Sam, Sam Darnold is actually kind of good he's mobile he leads the league in rushing touchdowns for quarterbacks which is kind of random to think about it's not Lamar Jackson it's Sam Darnold and the Vikings I'm over the Kirk Cousins thing I just think that this is probably his last year in Minnesota it's time for them to move on they're just one of those meddling middle of the pack teams uh, Justin Jefferson's great Dalvin Cook is is still banged up so I think the Panthers can come in and win that game especially when they're getting two and a half points I would take the Panthers um, if you're on my bookie or if you're on DraftKings, wherever you do your betting, I would take the Panthers with two and a half points against the Vikings because the Vikings, to me, are just a trash team that they're going to meddle and be middle of the pack for the rest of the, the year coming in. The other game I'm looking at this weekend, only just for entertainment value alone, would be this Dolphins-Jaguars game. It's in England, which kind of makes it fun and entertaining, but at the same time, you've got two terrible teams going up each against each other. I want to see Trevor Lawrence get a win. <laughs> I mean, it sucks seeing him not get his single first win in the NFL. Uh, are you going to watch that game at all, or do you just not give a shit about that game at all? Well, I just wonder like, what the clubs in London are like for Urban Meyer to go and, and finger-bang oh, chicks in. That's what you're thinking about. And I really don't care about the Jaguars, except for the fact that I want to see Urban Meyer implode even more because... I've had enough. With Can he implode Meyer. anymore? I mean, the team's lost complete respect for him. Um, the teams have uh, the team itself has lost respect for him. The fans, uh, Jacksonville's a hard place to to be a coach. Uh, those fans can run you out of town really quick. They did it to Coughlin, um, which was funny because he went and rocked out two Super Bowls after that. But uh, Jack, the Jacksonville's a tough place, man. Uh, I don't see Urban Meyer making it very much longer. Well, <laughs> I don't see it either. And I don't feel bad for Trevor Lawrence because this is the most he's ever lost in his career. I think after he lost week one, I think that was the fourth time since he was in high school playing football that he's lost a game, which is kind of wild to think because he never lost to Clemson, never lost in high school. Obviously, he was obviously a top recruit and was lighting it up in, in high school. But this game is, is sort of being looked at by Germany. I know that's a weird sentence, but apparently the NFL is looking to move games not only to London like they have for the past couple of years, but they want to have a game in Germany. So they're showcasing this game with these two teams to potentially have a game in the future in Germany. Now, I don't know why they would have these two teams play, especially when they're both in Florida. And, they're, and Trevor Lawrence even said it's kind of ironic that the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Miami Dolphins that really aren't that far from each other are going all the way to London to play each other, which I guess when you're a bottom-of-the-barrel team, that's the way you get treated in the NFL. Because, um, you know, Goodell has been called an anti-NFL guy, not by me, just by other people around the league. But um, it is interesting to see that 
they're trying to expand the NFL even more to Germany. Germany, I don't know if Germany plays rugby. I don't know if Germany is into American Germany, football. Germany is a soccer soccer country. That type of football. But I, I would like to. I, I don't really care to see a football game in England. If I was going to go to England, I would definitely be watching rugby. But I would want to see an NFL game in Germany only because I want to hear the Germans talk. Uh, I, I especially when they talk in English with their German accents. Uh, I, I would just like to hear them talk about football in their accents because they probably don't know much about football. So it'd be a lot of questions. And I could just see that going, Oh, the blitz, huh? We had the blitz once. Ja. Is that how they sound in Germany? I wouldn't know. Das is good, ja. The <laughs> blitz. Is beer the blitz always works, ja. Is Beerfest Germany? Yes. So that's the only... Oktoberfest. And maybe if you watch enough World War II documentaries, but we don't need to talk about that. Um, well, speaking of, uh, have you seen the movie? This is off topic really quick, but Warsaw 44. Great, not. great movie. It's a great movie. It's out right now. Uh, a lot of German a lot of German action in that. Polish actually pulling whips that ass, but... I've had enough of my World War II documentaries. I've seen it all, I feel like. But um, Aaron Rodgers against the Bears. NFC North matchup. Now, Aaron Rodgers never loses to the Bears, um, but I kind of like what Justin Fields is doing. They beat the Raiders last week, like I predicted, and they're getting six points, the Bears are. If you're feeling froggy, take the Bears with the six points. That's a Joe Stradamus prediction. Doesn't mean they're going to win, but as much as Aaron Rodgers likes to lay his uh, little teeny pink dick down on the Bears, I think for whatever reason... Maybe this week is a little different, and the Bears actually stick around and at least make it a tight game. Justin Fields makes it interesting. And these interdivision matchups, you just really never know. I know from experience because the Patriots always struggled with the Dolphins, and every once in a while, once every two years, they would lose to the Jets. And, you know, you never know with these divisional matchups. So if you're going to take, you know, any time to take the Bears over the Packers, I think now's the time to do it. Um, Aaron Rodgers is looking good. He's back in his Aaron Rodgers form. Except maybe, I don't know if Mason Crosby, with all his gray hairs, is going to hit field goals like he failed to do last year. Oh, sorry, last week against the Bengals, which they tried to lose that game, but somehow managed to win it. Um, But speaking of the Bengals, the Bengals are playing the Lions. The Lions are winless. Dan Campbell is the coach of the Lions, and he was crying last week. I don't know if you guys got a chance to see Dan Campbell crying after the, the Lions failed to win another game. And... If you're 0-5 and you're crying already, I think it's time to move on. I think it's time to maybe uh, find another job because there's no reason. There's no crying in baseball, Tom Hanks once told me. And there's definitely no crying in football when your team is 0-5. you got bigger fish to fry, and you have other things to worry about than, than crying. Now, I don't know if that would motivate you. If you saw your rugby coach crying after you guys are 0-5 or if you saw you know your squad leader when you were a cop start it's crying. It's like we put a bunch of... So I- Watching a coach, a passionate coach, if you're putting things into practice, if you're putting new routines out, you're making headway and you still lose, I can see where you're crying because you're like, God, motherfuckers. Like, we did everything right and we still came up short, and that can be really depressing, especially if you really care. I don't know. I think the crying thing could be a sign of desperation, but it also could show that you really, really care and that you were working in the right direction and it just didn't pay out. Or it's just Maybe crazy. Is, uh, <laughs> or it's just bad shit crazy. Who knows? I think Dan Campbell is crazy. Uh, he's a real football guy, though. Real Do you know what would guy. be really crazy? If the Titans walked over the Buffalo Bills today, Derrick Henry, I'm a huge fan now. I'd like <laughs> to have his jersey. We were just there. Uh, that dude is a steamroller. Uh, Called Tractor Cito. I didn't see that game playing out today, Bills versus Titans. Well, 
I um, I'm all in on the the Bills Mafia bandwagon right now because I think they're the best team in the AFC. And um, I like their colors. I'm not a big fan of the Tennessee Titan colors. You know that I. For whatever judge reason, my like baby blue logos and their colors, but uh, after watching Derrick Henry live and in person, really impressed by that dude. Well, the weird part is when we were in Nashville for the Titans game, we found out that their mascot was a raccoon. It was very odd. And me and Delco Dan were all perplexed at why the Tennessee Titans mascot is not like a big strapping Titan. Instead, it's a raccoon. And we did a little research, and the reason why is because the Tennessee state animal is the raccoon. Some call them trash pandas. Yes. I call them raccoons. The that, funny thing about that is, do you ever see Parks and Rec? You ever watch that, where they have the raccoon problem? Uh, don't rem- I remember the gay penguins, though. Uh, so the, the whole series, they are infested with raccoons. They get into everything. And anytime I see a raccoon, I inevitably think of... Are they more cat-like, or are they more dog-like, or are they just big rats? Definitely cat-like. Definitely. You know they have thumbs. You can't domesticate them, though. Like my friend you could tried. try. My friend tried. He says uh, they're just too hyper, too much energy. It doesn't work out. Now, I have a friend uh, that we just talked to this week that has a retarded, uh, a retarded raccoon that was... Uh, Is his name Rocky? And uh, it's, it's slow. That's it can't reference. do anything. And it's awesome, actually. They, they live right here in Clayton. And they have adopted this raccoon, and this raccoon, uh, it's really actually a really funny thing that it's got going on, but it's definitely, it's not all there. It's mine's not right. Something's happened to it. Maybe it's got whacked by a car or something. Nothing says Joko like trying to adopt a raccoon. Yeah, I know. Especially well, one that uh, might have an extra chromosome. I guess, but, I, I guess, uh, no, this one definitely got whacked by a car. Um, or something, or had like a head, maybe that actually, out of a tree. Maybe that might tree. make... The raccoon smarter. I believe it's Roseanne Barr and Sean Kinison got hit by cars and became better comedians and smarter, actually. She so Actually, she didn't get smarter. She went from a straight-A student to like a straight-D and F student, but she did become a lot funnier. Yeah, and a lot more successful. So, sure, sure. Jimmy, if you want to hit me with your car after the show, any I'll do anything for the show and anything to make it better. So maybe it'll make me smarter. So I'll stand outside right then. You can just run me over, and we'll see what happens. Sound good? Maybe I'll become meatloaf. I would need probably another 40, 50 pounds to maybe start to become meatloaf. So we've had a lot of amazing tailgates thus far. Uh, We're still only week six into this football season. We got like 10 more weeks to go. This week will be in App State. Uh, What has been your favorite tailgate so far? I mean... The Georgia Clemson one to open up the season was great. I was looking, kind of reflecting and looking back on it, and we were so ill-prepared. We didn't have a tent. Our our stuff was heating up, and it was not ironic, but it was kind of silly that our first real tailgate was arguably the biggest one of the year. So we were thrown right into the fire right off the bat. I think we handled it pretty well. I think we had a fun time. Made some friends along the way. It was a good show. Go check that out if you haven't already. But, man, we were not ready. We were not ready for it. I mean, if it, if it would have happened now, I think we'd be a little bit more prepared. We'd have the Drinking Bros tent. We'd have all the stuff set up. So we're learning on the fly. Um, but that was a fun one. That was a great crowd. It's great. I always love having opposing teams, fans on the show, have them talk shit to each other. Um, I thought last week actually turned out to be pretty good, too. Um, all things considering, you know, you wake up at the ass crack of dawn and it's flash flood warnings and torrential downpouring and 
I was a little skeptical. I was like, uh, this is going to suck. But it actually turned out to be a great show. The weather cleared up for us. It's almost like divine intervention, one could seats. say. We had great seats for the game. Great right seats. down on the field. Partially because no one was there, but that's sure. okay. Duke tries. And, um, and I saw you clap a bee in midair, which is something that I never thought I would ever want to do. But after watching you do it, now when I see bees, I'm like, maybe I'll clap them. But you didn't get stung. I'm afraid to get stung. I don't want to get stung by a bee. What if I die? I ignored it. I think that my calluses on my hands are too thick to feel the stinger. Is that from all the masturbating? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Uh, How callous is your dick then? Uh, oh, it's, yeah, definitely. It's ribbed for her pleasure. Let's just say that. Ribbed for her pleasure. Interesting. What was, um, what was your favorite tailgate? Uh, I think the Clemson one was, uh, was my favorite still. That was, you know, just because we made such good friends. What was your least so, favorite? Uh, Tar Heels. UNC. Um, that was my least favorite tailgate. You can thank Tucker Carlson uh, for that. The vibe was not very good there. The food was great, though. Um, the tailgate that we ended up at was amazing, and those people were great. But just like the vibe inside the stadium, I mean, nobody was really into the game. NC State was fun. Um, that was a good experience. The, the game was wild, right? Those fans really, NC State, the Wolfpack fans really give a shit. And speaking of NC State, they're rolling. They just won last week or, or yesterday. yesterday, I should say, to... Boston College, I never mean, heard of them. Rolled over them. Yeah, they're uh, 23 in the country right now, and they're ascending. That that win over Clemson sure is going to help, too, at the end of the year. I have a feeling we're going to be back at NC State. I really hope so. I have a feeling. I Plus really we hope had so. Katie Lane on the show, that show, and she was great. She was hilarious. Um, she, You know, you maybe maybe you picked up a... Uh... STD? <laughs> no, that's not what I was going to say. What were you going to say, though? Um, I don't know. Like, maybe like a... What, like, what is a... What, like a remora, like something that sucks onto you and then it just stays with you. You know, a like leech, a, like uh, the remores that suck onto the bottom of big sharks or big whale sharks, and they just kind of like hang on and just go for the ride. Oh yeah, 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 sure. Kids, oh yeah, oh, I do have kids. Yeah, um, but no. Uh, what tailgate are you looking forward to? I know that we were supposed to be heading to Pennsylvania at some point, Florida to some point. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to all of them, but. You know, some of the big ones that we're looking forward to is obviously going to Boone, like we just talked about with App State. Are you excited about that game? Very excited about that game. I heard I heard Boone, everyone who I've talked to in North Carolina, because I ask a lot of questions. Sure. Sometimes it pisses some people off when I ask so many questions, but some people like answering them. And a lot of people have been saying that App State is the place to go and ECU. So I'm excited to eventually get to ECU, which we will get to ECU. But everyone says Boone. And ECU are the places to go for college football around here. Depends who you ask. All I know is the consensus is UNC isn't everyone's favorite, which is what you were talking about before. But you asked me what I'm looking forward to. I want to go to the Bounce House. We're going to UCF with Delco. Um, That's going to be homecoming weekend. They're playing Tulane, which looks like a symbol, like a logo for Hawaii. But it's actually in Alabama, which is kind of confusing to me. But... I'm looking forward to the bounce house because, you know, anytime something's called the bounce house and you can actually feel the, like this chair rocking right now with me, when you can feel the stadium moving, when the fans are really getting into it, I'm about it. Um, and it's Florida. So, you know, there's going to be some weird shit going on. Maybe raccoons on leashes. Cause you know how Florida can be. Um, maybe definitely Brian look- Landry shows up. Ah, maybe, maybe chance. he grew his hair out. Maybe we find him at App State. Wouldn't it be something like the tailgate legends just find Brian Landry while tailgating? Yeah, who needs Dog the Bounty Hunter? He hears hears that there's like free food at a tailgate, strolling on in. Well, I guess Dog the Bounty Hunter quit on. um, Uh, He just wanted to finish off the honeymoon, and I think he's going to get back to it. Finish off the honeymoon. Yeah, because he was on his honeymoon when the whole Brian Landry thing 
went down. Uh, before we bring up our App State alum to get us pumped up for the game, there's a lot of news in the NFL. Obviously, we have the whole Gruden incident. Uh, what is your take on that? Um, oh, well. we have the Gruden thing, and we've got the Urban Meyer thing. Um, and the Adam Schefter thing, too. Which, the Adam Schefter thing. So. so the Raiders are playing the Broncos this week, and it's going to be real tough for the Raiders to – I mean – the Raiders Ju- have had it. I mean, they had the one dude that's ca- that came out gay, and that, that brought a lot of publicity, a lot of media coverage, a lot of attention to the locker room. Now they got the Gruden thing. That's all in one season. Your mind is getting your mind right is a big part of the game. I imagine it's got to be very hard to get into a rhythm mentally in that locker room. Well, imagine being, I believe he's a strength and conditioning coach, but John Gruden's son is still employed by the team right now. Awkward. And it is awkward for him and awkward for the players. Is then doesn't get brought up. This is definitely a weird sort of cloud around him now, right? For better or for worse. Now, some players have, who have played for John Gruden in the past have come out in defense of him, and some have shit all over him. Tim Brown, um, a great wide receiver, came out and said he supports John Gruden. John Gruden is not a racist or homophobic or all these things that he's been labeled, and he's in full support of them. Whereas Keyshawn Johnson, who seems like kind of a bitch is saying, oh, no, that guy's always been like that. He's always been a piece of shit. And, you know, I'm sure that like most people, if you ask people around them, what do you think of this guy? Some people are going to say this guy's all right. Some people are going to say he's a piece of shit. If you ask 100 people who know you, is it going to be a 50-50 split? Or is more people going to say you're a piece of shit? Or more people going to say you're a good guy? Depends. All I know. I've always said that. You either love Tansy or you absolutely hate him. I don't think there's anybody that's ever like on the fence like, ah, he's all right. He's kind of a cool guy. It's like you either love me or you fucking hate me. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe Gruden's the same way. I can imagine. I mean, the thing is, most NFL coaches are kind of like Gruden. They like try to adopt this like military aspect thing, which is kind of weird, almost stolen valor in a weird way. But John Gruden's always kind of been the way he is, and people at ESPN sucked John Gruden's dick, okay? Loved John Gruden while he was working for them. Now they're just real quick to shit all over him because they lick their finger and put it up to the wind and see which way that the woke wind is blowing, which I think is just disingenuous and full of shit, to be honest. But all I know is whether you agree, or not agree, but whether you think John Gruden deserved to be fired or not, whether you think what he said was hurtful or hateful or whatever, that's fine. I can have that conversation. But the private email thing, I mean, he should have taken a page out of Hillary Clinton's book and deleted his emails so none of this would have been seen. Uh, who, listen, if, if so, it's hard for me to talk about this just because I've been in, we have group group chats in the police department, there are group texts. Now your phone, as a police officer, if, if you are, Witness to a crime as a police officer being that, like, another officer shoots somebody or you get into a crazy use of force. If your phone was present, your phone goes to evidence. So having your personal phone on you as a cop is, is already, you're already taking a gamble because you can lose that phone at any second for evidence, ev- evidence purposes. Now, <laughs> being that I am who I am, I would get in all these group chats and I would say the most ridiculous and outlandish things uh, for shock and awe, and that way, if it ever did go to court, people always say, well, "Like, what happens if that phone gets taken away? You are going to be known as." I mean, I, I will say anything as offensive as it can be on my phone towards any human being on the planet, uh, because I like the shock and awe, and I think it's for 
comedy reasons. I like to do it to be funny, never to be mean or hurtful. Um, but I say, you know what? Like, if they do that, bring it in court, I think it would be a lot of fun. It would make that court case a hell of a lot more interesting because uh, you would see that it's very shocking on. I think everybody in court would actually laugh. But you never put that shit in a fucking email, especially not if you're emailing other people that you work with. Yeah, I think John Gruden is also of a different generation. He's a little bit older, so emails seem to be more of the way. Um, but Tom Brady got a lot of shit during Deflategate when he destroyed his phone. And well, so that's what we say in the police department. I've always said that. It's kind of a running joke. Like Guys even like say that they have notes in their pockets, which they don't, but it's a joke. It's like, hey, listen, my, my do not resuscitate card actually says destroy my laptop and my phone before telling my wife or, you know what I mean? And so we yeah. always say like, hey, if shit goes down, I always tell my brother, my, my friends that are on the group chat, like we'll even put it in the group chat and says, hey, any of us getting a shooting tonight, fucking everybody else break each other's phones because that's what you do. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, you know, Tom Brady got a lot of shit for that. And the shit that's on your phone, Joe. Think about the shit that's on squeaky your clean, baby. fucking phone. No got, way. Oh, yeah, that squeaky shit, You've clean. texted me. That is not squeaky clean, my friend. I'm not sure referring to. Well, but, uh, it's, uh, we have all had our moments with these phones and your emails. I don't know if any, if you, if your phone is squeaky clean, if your computer is squeaky clean, then you are probably a fucking terrible person to hang out with. You're probably boring as shit. No fun at parties. Well, I don't have a computer to no check. No fun at parties. But, but if I did, if Roger Goodell ever said that he wanted to check anything of mine, I would hope that it would be my booty hole. He can go and check that. What about your pee hole? No, nah, I don't. Rod, your dick I, hole. See what's in there. People used to make jokes like a flaming toothpick in your pee hole. I've, had the worst I've gotten my, my penis rotted. Your penis rotted? Rod. Like they have to put a rod down there with a Q-tip. Oh, so like medically though. Yeah. Oh, well yeah, that's different. I, was, I had like a protein breakdown. Uh, I was losing <laughs> like protein was breaking down out of my muscles because I wasn't eating enough meat. And I was still working out. And so... Uh, like little pieces of protein were getting stuck in my pee hole, I guess. But to test to see what was going on down there, they had to put a little Q-tip down the old pee hole. I didn't sign up for this. And uh, run a little test on it. And then they were like, oh, you just got to eat more meat. How can you have good, pudding if you don't eat your meat? I thought, you know, maybe something else was going on. I wasn't sexually promiscuous at the time, so I, I felt it hard to believe. But still in the back of my brain, I was like, Jesus, why does it burn so bad when I pee? <laughs> Yikes. Well, I, I, I can't have a take on that, but I do have a take on journalistic integrity nowadays. Now, we all know that most journalists fancy themselves as journalists, but are really just activists in disguise. Do you call us journalists? I don't know. We're just two dumbasses with microphones. But Adam Schefter has been known to be the top dog in the NFL, the, you know, the woge of the NFL, and all the you know, updates, breaking news, you go to Schefter, he's obviously a great follow on Twitter and all the things if you want up-to-date NFL news, um, especially during, like, trade deadline stuff and off-season signings of free agency. He's got, like, two cell phones always set up, even when he's live on TV checking his phone. So he also seems like a pretty decent guy. I think he's very short, but I think he seemed he married a 9-11 widow. I don't know how that's relevant, 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 but I figured I'd say it anyway. Um, and he got caught up in this email shit too, because he's been caught basically going to some owners and general managers of these teams that he's, you know, getting stories from and asking them to be the editor of these stories. And that is your integrity is out the window. You no longer are a journalist. If you're writing a piece, whether it be opinion or not, and you're having, the owner or the general manager or the coach of the team look it over 
because that's not what journalism is. You shouldn't have someone who's directly related to it, to the story that you're talking about, be the editor. You know, it's sort of like in, in Boston, John Henry owns the Red Sox. He also owns the Boston Globe, which is the largest publication in the city. It's a conflict of interest. Anything written about the Red Sox in the Boston Globe needs a little disclaimer on it. Now, sometimes they do do that, but sometimes they don't. And I just think that how, do you, how can you believe what anyone says now? I think Adam Schefter should probably resign from his job at ESPN and just be transparent and say, yes, I work for the NFL. I'm not a journalist. I'll give you news and updates on players moving to different teams and signing contracts. His opinion to me is out the win window because he's compromised forever. And I just think that if you're going to fancy yourself a journalist, you shouldn't have your editor-in-chief be someone you're writing stories about. Well, I think that's what's great about the Drinking Bros Sports Network, and I'm glad that Drinking Bros started it, is because we're not owned by anybody, and we can say whatever the fuck we want, however the fuck we want to say it. We can do all the journalism that we want. Um, or not. Maybe want. that's what Adam Schefter should do. Maybe he should go into podcasting so he's not owned. Or, like you said, work for the NFL and not for ESPN. But what ties do the NFL have to ESPN? I mean, you would think that they would try to hook each other up, but the funniest There's part no is... There's no way that ESPN can talk shit about Goodell without well, some serious repercussions. Interestingly enough that you say that, when Jerry Jones came out during the whole Colin Kaepernick kneel and shit, um, which I would like to talk about more with someone else, but during that shit, Jamel Hill said about the Cowboys and Jerry Jones and on his stance on the kneeling shit, don't buy Cowboys apparel. Don't buy tickets to Cowboys games and don't watch the Cowboys on TV. As Maxine Waters said, we need to cancel them Cowboys. Yes. And that's what Jamel Hill said based off of Jerry Jones' thoughts and... Who's paying these Cowboys? And based off of the things he said in regards to Kaepernick. Now, ESPN put the hammer down on her and is like, um, we make money off of Cowboys fans. We make money off the NFL. You're now losing us money. And your political bullshit doesn't matter, even though we align with it and we agree with you. What they really care about isn't woke bullshit or, you know, Fox doesn't care about right or left and neither does CNN. It's the bottom line and it's money. Always follow the money. And ESPN didn't give a shit about what Jamel Hill said or did until it affected their wallets. So it just goes to show it's just follow the money. It's not nobody is real anymore. It's just where's the money coming from. But I know where my money's coming from. And that's Kill Cliff, baby. Oh. And um, I was drinking some Flamin' Joe on the way here. And that's the only reason why I'm able to do anything today, because I played music for seven hours yesterday. That's not a complaint. Very fortunate to be able to play music for that long and get paid to do it. And, um, you know, as we know, Kill Cliff is a loyal sponsor to the Drinking Bros Sports Network. And as we know, every week I always say it was invented by a Navy SEAL. They have the nicest hair. They write the best books. They have the best shows and movies. And um, now, if you use the promo code Drinking Bros, you get 20% off the Flaming Joe, the Mango Tango, the Orange Kush. Again, as I always say, Tom Brady's favorite flavor. There he is. The Goat, the Strawberry Days. But you got to get the variety pack. You got to try this. You got to try that. Um, it's like, you know, what I do with women. You get a variety, and then you find which one you like the best, and you kind of stick with that one. But the Flaming Joe Ignite, right, that's, that's an all-natural, like, energy drink, right? It's not that shitty Red Bull and Monster. That's gross. Garbage. Don't drink that. You want to drink Joe Rogan's drink, which I don't know about you. I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan. 
check out the Sanjay Gupta podcast he did where he really grills him on CNN and the bullshit that uh, they spew about ivermectin. But listen, these cans are great. They're all natural. No sugar, 20 calories per can, B vitamins, electrolytes. And now if you go to killcliff.com, they have the CBD and the Ignite. Use the promo code Drinking Bros. You get 20% off. You have to take advantage of it. They also have cool apparel. You can get rid of that disgusting Steelers shirt that this guy's got on over here. Okay, the yellow and black. Not a big fan. I think that's upstate. Oh, shit. I got confused because he comes in here talking about the terrible towel that I want to wipe my ass with. But I will use that terrible towel to wipe my ass after I go to killcliff.com. Use the promo code Drinking Bros and get 20% off. And, uh... Now we can talk about this yellow and black because I'm, I'm now I'm all conflicted because I thought it was Steelers. Okay, Appalachian. Okay, Appalachian. So we've learned that. I trust you because you have a, a scruffy beard like a lumberjack and you're wearing a flannel. I saw a video of a seagull swallowing a bunny live and whole the other day. Whoa. Uh, so going to App State, right? One gorgeous. You're gonna get to see it firsthand. Beautiful campus, uh, surrounded by mountains and highlands. Well, the traffic is going to be insane there. Um, it will peak be. Peak week is just with the with the uh, the leaves changing. There's so many tourists at this time. Yeah, and at this time, there's a lot of people from Florida, so be yeah. ready for that. Well, luckily and that my family from Florida, we own a cabin <laughs> right there in Boone. <laughs> oh, you rich. So, so we'll be at our own family. So That'll be great. You went to great. App State, though. I did go to App State. Yeah. Um, your alma mater. It is not. I would just say I attended. Oh, that's okay. I never so, finished college either, just like Kanye. Yeah, exactly. Me, uh, one and we're day. doing just fine. Mm-hmm. And I so saved Kanye. a ton of money. <laughs> yeah, Sam. So <laughs> did go to Boone, and you guys are going to be tailgating. Let me tell you about the tailgate there at Boone. It's a little bit different because... Of the mountain air and the people and just what it brings. Is that cool? You good? Yeah. So Maxim, I read, uh, I saw that Maxim Magazine actually rated App State several times. That App State is one of the number one tailgating colleges in the country. I think it was like ranked number five and then it was ranked number one uh, a couple of years later. Oh, yeah. It's uh, absolutely. And it makes sense. You guys were just shitting on UNC and. We weren't shitting on UNC. You just tailgate there, yeah. Tailgate there ever again. Exactly. Um, you should have gone during the App State UNC game. And May the bridges you different. burn light your way. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, it is beautiful up there. The tailgating is a little special because that that team is a lot of what Boone is, and that city and the school and everything kind of together. When there isn't students in App State, the town is roughly about thirty thousand people, thirty thousand boonies. When school is in session, that doubles. So there are the the people in the environment doesn't change. All that changes is you're going to come into this as a kid, as a student, and then you're not going to want to leave. Right. I've been up there multiple times for games just for that tailgating experience. And the real big kind of feeling you get is just like home though you're here alabama playing you're here little luke combs playing and then you just see people walking around sharing everything it isn't like oh we're over here tailgating and y'all are over here we'll say hi and wave and stuff like that i imagine it's a lot like little house on the prairie when they go to town everybody's like hey 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 because there's not really much else to do in boone like, especially <laughs> if if you are not the outdoorsy type and you don't like hiking and you don't like things like Would that, you, oh, there yeah. isn't. Yeah. 
that much. But if you do like to be outdoors, you'd like the skiing, hiking, you like looking at leaves, you like driving up and down the Appalachian Parkway. I did that with my wife like a month ago just to do it, just to yeah. get out there. No, and I mean, it's beautiful, my wife man. and I are, are really into it. We go up there all the time. Like, so we have a cabin up there and uh, I've been going up there since I was a little boy all the time. I, I love the place and I love the outdoors. Um, I, you know, in Blowing Rock, which is just outside of Boone, you can't go into a single shop, which I think Blowing Rock might be one of the most shoppiest towns I've ever been to. It's nothing but shops, but it's all App State. I mean, you could go into a crystal chandelier shop and they would have an App State crystal chandelier. Absolutely, man. That's, that school brings so much to the community and brings so much to the people of Boone. The school itself is is really starting to push toward being an environmentally friendly school and keeping sustainable life and all that stuff together. And it's so the hippies is what you're saying. It is. It yeah, is. 100%. They are a hundred percent hippies up there. Mountain hippies. Are there a lot of shit talkers or? So you will find out one of my favorite chants during the games when they kick off the opposing Let's team. Oh, Brandon. <laughs> Not oh. that way. Okay. You got to remember it's App State. Um, so. So they don't like Brandon. They don't. They do like Brandon. Um, big fans of Brandon. So. <laughs> When they kick off, the opposing team kicks off, my favorite chant you'll hear is, Ooh, you suck, assholes. Oh, I like that. There is no better chant than hearing a stadium full of people call the opposing team assholes at will. When ESPN would go to Boone a few times to do like ESPN show or ESPN2 broadcast, App State would get fined because you could hear the students say this on the broadcast. App State just said, okay, here's a chip. Yeah, I mean, have a good day. We're not we're not going to do not anything gonna about it. So, does, does everybody there have big red beards and wear flannel shirts? They do now after Luke Combs. Luke Combs really really did a lot for the red haired red haired bearded people of Boone. So you will see a lot of the uh, you'll, you now. Don't get me wrong with boonies. You'll see fellas that have beards down to here that are yes. gray wearing overalls and some shirt that they've had since the 1940s. Those are the best kind of people. And they they. What kind of food are we cooking at this tailgate? I mean, we one of my favorite parts about the tailgating is that Boston Joe and I usually get to eat for free because we always crash a tailgate. Uh, I will free. say at UNC they had Wagyu beef burgers, which were fucking off the chain. Of course, the they, best food I've ever had. Of course, they, the meatballs at the Clemson Georgia game were pretty good. They kind of stand out to me. Um, we had some kind of breakfast burrito at the Duke game. I didn't. Jimmy did. What are we going to have at App State? First off, if you're going to UNC and they're giving you Wagyu beef. Well, they're bougie. Yeah, they, you're going you're to show up in a black tie and your pinky out and stuff. Get that shit out of here. This is a tailgate. Okay. This is not meant to be bougie. This is meant to be a damn good time of everybody drinking, You want to get stuff eating, beard. Yeah. Blech. You do not want to go into that stadium and... Kid Brewer Stadium in Boone, if you are anywhere close to sober, okay. don't do it. And that's what these tailgates are for. Don't have to it's tell a me big twice. community. A lot of the food that they have is a lot of crockpot stuff. Mm. That community is really big, and it's getting cold up there now. Yeah. So that's getting even bigger. So you'll see a lot of like crockpot crock and stews, a lot of the Brunswick stew up there, man. If you find somebody that makes Brunswick stew, you'll never go back. Okay. It is incredible. And it's now, are just. You, are you, with your Brunswick stew, do you serve it with saltine crackers and hot sauce, or do you do the little, the little New England clam chowder, little biscuits that you throw in your. 
Dude, just hot sauce, hot sauce, hot sauce and a spoon, me? man. Just eat it. It's soup, man. Okay. You don't need anything else. It's Brunswick stew. You New Englanders want to throw some kind of shell into everything, and oh, oh it's a seafood bisque now. Nah, dude, eat some soup. It's good <laughs> for you. I feel attacked. What's the beer? What's the beer? What's the beverage of choice? I mean, are they fucking slinging Jack there? Is it slinging uh, is it, ab- is the uh, local uh, beer? Do they just not, drink molasses? Do they drink Blowing Rock Brewery? Because Blowing Rock has a brewery. Not an ad, but Appalachian Mountain Brewery. They have a blonde yeah, okay. creek ale that I've will knock that. your s- that. man. It is like it is a staple of Boone. So, they also have a Appalachian Mountain Brewery has a App State beer. It's a Yosef ale, I believe. That's got the App State A on it. They got permission Very from App State, State to Yosef. use. Yeah. My mom sometimes calls me Yosef just for fun. But I want to ask, so the way you describe how Boone and App State is, it almost sounds like it has like a Green Bay Packers vibe where the whole town shuts down and it's like this little community and it's not like a big town like a, a Dallas or even, you know, absolutely. Charlotte. Yeah, absolutely. And I've never been to Green Bay Um but it seems like cool the same type to go of to, but I do understand. Yeah, where the people live around the Green Bay Stadium, it's the same thing. The school was built around the city of yeah. Boone, and these people really understand what it brings in, the culture that they bring in. I mean, you could find people everywhere that go to Appalachian State, and it'll be one of the first things they tell you. It is such a proud community of people. Well, there's nothing else it to do there, me right? A lot of that movie, Out Cold, uh, with Zach Galifianakis. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. It's a great movie, I'm by not. the way. But uh, Boone and Abstate remind me so much of Al Cold. And, coincidentally, he's from North Carolina as well, Zach Galifianakis. I, yeah, I he's did. He's got a big red yeah. beard, just like you. He does. Uh, and I, again, appreciate you calling this a beard. Um, my wife. beautiful. My, I you my, look like a Civil War soldier. Okay, okay. I could see that. Um, uh, I'll take a Civil that. War soldier that just woke up in his tent, but instead of sleeping on a cot, you were sleeping on a ghost bed. Speaking of ghost bed, we love ghost bed. They've been a loyal sponsor with the Drinking Bros for the last five years. And NC State alum, by the way, Zach yes, Galifianakis. Yes, yes, of course. That's why he brings up Wolfpack and all the shows. Oh, uh, the hangover. One man Wolfpack. Yeah, all of them. Full circle, baby. Little, Full circle. He always does a little... Little wolfy there, uh, but no big loyal sponsor of the Drinking Bros for the last five years. Of course, we are part of the Drinking Bros Network, Drinking Bros Sports. If you're not on Instagram, go ahead and get there and give us a like and a follow. Same on Facebook, get involved. But Ghostbed, man, oh my God, super comfortable mattresses. They last forever, and they're made in the good old USA. USA. So this is the first USA. time. USA. First Man, time he's been here. Jacked up, baby. I'm ready for some App State. Mike, take notes. Actually, let me real quick interrupt the ad read for one second and just say it's really not Mike's fault. There is a delay on the Zoom, and it's very difficult. He would have to time it and say USA a hair. So I'm, I'm giving you hints, Mike. I hope you're listening on how to get this done right. Delay yourself so that you can be in timing with Tansy. Just saying. Proceed. <laughs> Uh, almost every tailgate we've had, we've had one person that's come up and says, I actually have a ghost bed. And we get to hear all sorts of great stories uh, about season. ghost bed. A lot of them are too rated R for us to tell because if you put somebody on a ghost bed, magic happens. But every mattress has a 20-year warranty, and you can try it out for 101 nights. Not 98, not 99, 101, baby. If you don't like it, you can easily return it. No hard feelings, but you won't. One of our favorite parts about ghost bed is that each mattress has that cooling technology so that if you get hot at night, you live here near Clayton, 
Yeah, it's not very. as cool as those App State summers here. It's a little oh, bit hotter. It is already. It's mid October, so yeah. I definitely need something to keep me so a little you cool. Gotta have that cooling technology. It is a must. But right now, Ghostbed is offering bundles so you can get everything you need. You don't even have to really think about it. Just choose from their four mattresses and then pick your bundle. So whether you just need a mattress and a frame, or you want it all, I want it all. I want it all. I want it all. And I want it now. I wore a queen shirt last night, by the way. So. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> but if you want it all, like their cooling pillows and their sheets, you can get the best bang for your buck. Right now, GhostBed is offering a flash sale, 40% off GhostBed bundles where you get a mattress and a adjustable base, or 30% off everything if you use that code DRINKINBROS, D-R-I-N-K-I-N, bros, at ghostbed.com forward slash DRINKINBROS. Mattresses are like $35 a month. That's if you have Appalachian, Appalachian State credit. Uh, they have 0% down, zero financing. GhostBed.com forward slash DRINKINBROS. Amazing. Amazing price, quality, and comfort. Made in the good old USA, 40% off. They have the adjustable base with 15 massage modes, zero gravity, way less than the competitors. Easy returns, 0% down, 0% financing. What are you waiting for? Ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. So back to App State. Well, I was going to say you're pretty accurate, right? Because you have a fourth kid on the way. Yeah. Accuracy is important. Accuracy is important. It's hard to miss on a ghost bed. <laughs> That's what it seems like. Um, but I just wanted to give a shout out to the most accurate quarterback in the NFL right now, and that's my boy Mac Jones. So I was going to ask if you have an NFL team, but I already know it's you. You stick with the theme of the the black and I, yellow, I, huh? I, I, I do. I was very lucky. I grew up a Steelers fan, so when I was picking schools, uh, it was between NC State and App State. Close. You were close. Yeah. So <laughs> I decided, you know, black and yellow. Uh, it's in my roots. It's who I am. I there was something about that, the school. The, the black and gold color is just like one of those colors that just it's motivates it's shit out. Buzz. Incredible. The bumblebee. Buzz, buzz, buzz. It's incredible. Speaking of buzz, those bumblebee jerseys that the Steelers had, I still think are number one. I love them. Everybody, so I, everybody hates team. them, but I absolutely I love them, them too. The rugby team that what? I played on, we went with the black and yeah, gold rugby. Yep, I uh, remember the black and gold those. bumblebees. And uh, I, I, every time I put that on with the bumblebee socks, to match that, that was a hot rugby uniform. Does anyone know why Pittsburgh sticks with the theme? Though, like the Penguins are black and gold, the Pirates are black and gold, and the Steelers are black it's a because it's color the only city that does it. Yeah, but I was just wondering why. Steel City, baby. Because it's what we do. I don't equate steel with black and gold, though. What does that mean? I don't know why. I, I mean, sure, it's fine. I mean, the Bruins are black and gold. What do you think about that? Yeah. And they have a better black and gold than the Penguins do, to be honest. The Penguins have like this more like new age sort of. Black, silver, and See, the, the Bruins. Uh, I, I know we're here to talk some Steelers football and the Pittsburgh and all that, but I am a Canes fan. So Sucks, uh, with It's better <laughs> than being a Boston fan. Really? Because the Bruins ruin the hurricane season like every year. It's yeah, but that still means, I mean, you got to cheer for Boston, and who the hell just wants to do that? So I do. I would much rather cheer I'm for from. my local Raleigh, North Carolina, Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, <laughs> going back, Wednesday night, are you going to the game? I'm not, unfortunately. I am working, and I just accepted a new position somewhere. So uh, We would have given you tickets. We would have given you tickets. And I'm going to tell them that I'm off on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't let me finish. He's uh, signing his resignation right now as we speak. Um, but if if I were to go to the game, man, um, the, the thing that I think it, that always gets us, I think we really need to do is the Thunder 
by ACDC. I don't know if any other school does this. It's a it's a drinking game that we've always done. You get in a circle every time they say thunder, and yeah. you ha- can't stop drinking until the next person until the song again yes. says thunder. We do that with rugby. It's a fucking shit show. We've also it done it in the CrossFit gym a few times where you have to do push-ups uh, every time they say you have to go up and down every time they say thunder. Oh, oh man, ridiculous. Anything that you're doing with that song, as far as drinking, exercising. Anything. Awful. Yeah. Absolutely awful because they say thunder a lot in yeah. that song. And um, what's the weather going to be like Wednesday night? We, how do we dress for this tailgate? Flannel. Gotta have a, we got to wear a flannel. You don't have a I black and gold. Dude, I've got a black and gold dick. On, honestly, I would say a flannel. And honestly, just like I'm wearing today, jeans and boots, man. You yeah. guys don't have to go crazy. Okay. It's App State. It's Boone. It's homey. You're going to yeah. see some people that are going all out. A lot of the students will show up in no shirt and overalls. I've done that in November, and if you don't do it in November or December, it doesn't count. Anybody that does that in October, it doesn't count, and I'll tell you that right now. So, But you will see that, man. If you're up for the cold and you're up for feeling it, it's a night game, so it's – I believe, isn't it? Yeah, yes, some yes. chilly mountain air. Yeah. So yeah. you're gonna, you're good. It gets gonna be cold. It could get down to that the low 40s a little bit. So dress a little warm. It won't be anything too bad, honestly. If you drink enough booze, and now that you can, 40 is balmy. Okay. Stadiums. 40 is nice. I. See, you're from yeah. And this, I'm from up north. I come from the land of the ice and snow. I was at the coldest game in Gillette Stadium history. I love telling people about this Patriots playoff game against Steve McNair. May he rest in power. Do you know how Steve McNair died? Did anybody ask? I, I just asked you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We were just in Nashville, and Steve McNair was a legend there, and his I, mistress killed him. He, oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. That's awful. No, now you're interested. <laughs> oh, you fucking smart ass over here. But no, 40 will be it, balmy. It I would will. Love that. It will. So definitely dress a little warm. Um, And like I was saying, they now serve beer in stadiums. So drink. Are you allowed to bring in Wait, axe? they don't serve beer? They do. They oh, okay. do. Um, Are we allowed so. to bring an axe or a hatchet into the game? I feel like there's going to be a lot of hatchets and axes because you there, all look like lumberjacks. There will not be hatchets or or anything like that. Um, Did you get into any of the Boone legends, like the legend of Daniel Boone carving into the tree, shooting the bear, all those things? Uh, you get it a little bit. I mean, you hear about stuff like that. There isn't anything. The only Daniel Boone that really matters is the Daniel Boone Inn. They do family-style serving They do for the best food in the world I if love you that. get in you there. Order the, you order the beans, and they bring out a big... Like just a massive bowl of beans for the whole table. You oh, order the collard grains. It's a massive bowl of collard beans for the table. Potatoes for the whole table. Pray for his toilet after what that. What a really cool. Actually, I think that's probably where we're gonna eat while I we're do. down there. Is the Daniel Boone in? That's, that's beans. Awesome. I'm not but a big not a big bean guy, even though I'm from Bean Town. Green beans, baby. Oh, green beans. I don't know any type of beans. I'm well, you're gonna get the you're gonna get the fried chicken, the potatoes. The green beans. That's the, the fried chicken and potato. It's all, it's all like family. It's all served. it's all included. So they just right. bring it all out. They just bring it all out, and you eat just like you're having dinner at home. So like scoop out of yep. the bowl, put it on your plate. It's awesome, dude. It's, it's it makes you feel makes it makes you feel like you're having Thanksgiving. It, it does. It does, and that's the whole feel. It makes you feel. Yeah, it hit you right in the feels. Feel. Speaking of feeling, I'm really feeling the Steelers Sunday night game against the Seahawks. I won't call them. Beach chickens, uh, but like you said earlier, Gino oh, earlier, Gino Smith. Yikes. <sighs> Gino Smith is going into yikes. Pittsburgh Sunday night. Do you rather have Gino Smith or Tim Tebow behind the ball? Behind the ball? As your backup. As your backup behind the center as your backup quarterback. Tim Tebow. Tim now? Tebow today or Tim Tebow? Yeah. Yeah. Like Tim Tebow of the yesteryears. You know, it's funny because Tim Tebow won one playoff game. Do you know who that was against? Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. He threw that ball right over Tom, Troy Polamalu. Yeah, Demarius Thomas. Which is baby. super ballsy, right? It was. And him doing that, I was just like, you're such, like, 
you win. You deserve it. What can I? Right? What can I say? You that, threw it over Troy Polamalu. And then what happened to him the next week? That's right. He got smoked by the Patriots. I know because I was there. But let's talk Again, about the Steelers, man. Juju Smith, Schuster. Just That's got down for the season. Really tough, especially because he's on that one-year contract. How is he going to do TikTok dances now if he's got a broken arm, though? The poor guy. He'll be fine. He's feels so bad for him. He can't do his TikTok dances. I want to like Juju Smith-Schuster. I want to just stop it. Then do for it. Whatever reason. They I, just like it. It's not that hard. Who cares oh, about tri- the TikTok? Well, that's stuff. the thing. It is very hard because— Let him be a person, man. Oh, my gosh. They're not just gosh. football players. He, it's, you don't think it's a distraction to the team? Oh, that's a great question. I think it play. can be if Mike Tomlin was not at the head of that room. So you're not a Mike Tomlin fan. I am. In recent years, I've been seeing that Mike Tomlin may uh, may be getting a little in a hot seat. Interesting. In Pittsburgh, he's been in the hot seat. Every has, time in, I've been to Pittsburgh, even years ago, when they were still winning, everybody was saying he's got to go. Tomlin's got to go. Tomlin's got to go. But Pittsburgh Tomlin. doesn't fire coaches. They've had what three coaches the whole fucking. Time the Steelers and, have been the organization, and I think that the position that the hot seats get even worse now because we don't have a successor for Ben. This, this, the Steelers organization prides itself on who it's going to be next, who is taking the reins with, mm-hmm. like you said, three real coaches in the past like fifty years. Yeah, they didn't plan for after Ben, and now it's showing that in, they really should have years ago. This isn't something that you can fix with Mason Rudolph or. Dwayne Haskins and stuff like that. You need to get somebody that understands the system. People are talking about that old Miss quarterback for going to Pitt and getting that call from Mike Tomlin. But I think the biggest problem that Tomlin has right now is Ben is not looking like Ben. And it's just age. And what pisses me off is that because Tom Brady did it at 40, everyone expects every quarterback to do it at 40. But he's big Ben, man. He's been through enough. He's like the most hit quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, and he's still trying. He's partially to blame for getting hit that much. And he's he's the type of guy like, I'm not going to shit all over big Ben Roethlisberger other than he's a rapist. But his his level of play has been high throughout his whole career. He's been, you know, a pro bowler. Almost every year. Throws a ton of touchdowns. But the problem with him is I don't feel like... Like you talked about Tom Brady. Tom Brady's an alien. He's a different beast because all he fucking cares about is family and football. Big Ben, I don't know if he only cares about football. I mean, he had that whole little motorcycle accident a couple years back. Obviously, he's weird with bathrooms. But... He just does. He doesn't take care of his body, especially like Brady does. He's been fat. Now he lost a couple pounds, but he's still. He's always injured. He loves being injured. He loves telling people about his injuries. Okay, no one's been injured more than Ben Roethlisberger, and he's a big, strong dude, and he shouldn't be as injured as he is all the time. I know he gets hit a ton, but you got to take care of your body. He also you, like he also sacrifices his body a ton. That's not like Brady, where Brady just goes down. Absolutely pressure. Um, do you want do you want a quarterback that hold on do you want a quarterback that says oh I'll take a hit or a quarterback that's going to be on the field the best ability is availability 100% I'm it is but Big Ben I've always enjoyed watching I'd love Big Ben and I will that is my quarterback tenacity and but going back to Coastal Carolina before we close this whole thing out we got to do our picks Um, there's a three and a half point margin on this game who are you taking who's what Coastal Carolina App State has is getting the points Correct. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if we're if we're doing it with the points, I do like to be a contrarian. But I I was looking at who Coastal has played this year, and it's a bunch of just nobody. So the they've been underdogs by three and a half points more than once this season, and have covered the spread. But at the same time, App State hasn't really played anyone too great either. That Miami loss is brutal because Miami sucks. But I mean, Coastal played UMass, dude. 
that's Citadel. Also, you got to remember that's a Buffalo, lot of, of our Kansas. division. The can- we're not, yeah. Kansas. I mean, what is this fucking Dorothy? I'm going App State. I'm going to have to pick App State. Yeah, I'm going to go App State, um, but only because I have the perfect flannel for the game. Um, and that's what I'm going to base this luck on. Plus, I think a Mountaineer squashes a fucking chicken with a ball sack on its neck all day. And that's how I pick <laughs> that's my it. teams. That's, that's how I pick my bets on which mascot and which colors are the coolest. And maybe possibly who has the better tailgating food. Because I feel like whoever brings me the best dish always wins. So I have to go there. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how this Brunswick stew goes. Uh, Drinking bro of the week. We always do one. Um, if you had to pick one person living to be the drinking bro or broette of the week, it's on you. The weight is on your shoulders. The weight of the world is on your shoulders right now. I f- drinking bro of the week. I feel like I was a little prepared for this, and I didn't know I was. That's the point. Drinking bro of the week, Thomas Hennigan. That boy is a wide receiver for Appalachian State. Okay. He has shown that he absolutely loves this team. He's committed, and he is a damn great football player. Watch for him this weekend. Is he an NFL prospect? Will he make it to the league? I think he could. He's not. I don't think he'll get drafted. It could be as a free agent. Just, it's App State. I love you guys, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and, and all that. But I, I really think Thomas Hennigan. He is always one that kind of stands up, says, "Give me the ball. Let me do what I need to do." That's why this man is a captain. That's why this man has been on the team for like five years. He has shown that he is committed to us, to Boone, to Appalachian State. Thomas Hennigan. Drinking bro of the week. All right, dude. Freaking love it. Um, Boston Joe, are you ready, dude? Tuesday night. We're going to be driving all the way down there. Partying all day on Wednesday. And then we got to drive back Wednesday night after the game. It's going to be exhausting. Make sure you bring us some extra Kill Cliff for the road. Uh, Flaming Joe. Pack that, pack that ghost bed pillow. Let's get ready to rage this week. I'm excited, man. I, I'm really excited. I wish you could go with us. Um, if you got any friends out there, you got anybody up there that you want to call and tell them to uh, meet us there? I can get up there and you can call me. You going to make it to the game? I can. Well, let's go. We'll let's do it. Tickets. We'll get All you right. the fucking ticket. All right, let's man. Go. Hopefully a job isn't that important when they fire you for this. Oh, but. it's uh, worth it. It's worth it. I mean, that you were on a real tailgate legend show at a real tailgate. Come on, baby. I think I, think I might be a little under the weather. In a few days, yeah. if anybody's watching. Yeah, it sounds like you have a cold right <laughs> now. that yeah. Delta variant. Well, hey, guys. Uh, Joe, take us out. You do the best at that. I do the best at Pulling that. Pulling out. Pulling us out. Pulling Finishing out early. Us. Finishing early. Again, I feel attacked. Anyway, let's go App State. Fuck the Chanticleers. And um, this is Drinker Bro Sports Tailgate Legends. Cheers, motherfuckers. Cheers.